Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So 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 Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. A gabagoo. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast. A podcast where I, Kerry John Jones, and my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Wollstenholme, rewatch and discuss the movie's famed method actor, Adam Sandler. So oh, Matt, <laughs> why are we here? Why are we doing this? Why why are we doing this? That is a that is a great question. I'm sure it's a question on everybody's minds out there. One I can't answer, you know? We just you, you asked me if we wanted to record a, a podcast about Adam Sandler po- movies, and I just couldn't say no. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I think podcasting is something we've what, discussed before, especially the last couple of years. We've been discussing for a while. It's something that, I mean, it kind of brought us together in a way as well. Yeah, because what, 2018 when we went, uh, went on that road <laughs> trip, we, we both discovered that we loved... The Weekly Planet, and then <laughs> from the Weekly Planet, that offshot to other podcasts. And I think it's only fair to say that the offshoots from Weekly Planet, such as Do Go On, and then Primates, and then Mike Check but, with Cam and Alexi, is something that's definitely inspired. Oh, inspired this right yeah. here. I think that's like directly inspired this. It's been a. We even we even got the man's permission himself. <laughs> yeah, we we did message Matt Stewart from Primate Pod and Phrasing the Bar asking if we could directly rip him off and he said yeah that's fine and he did exactly the same to mike check so i think we got everybody's permission (laughs) that we needed so yeah it's a movie podcast where we're going to discuss the movies of adam sandler 68 weeks in a row (laughs) hopefully he brings out one more let's go oh my god this is the dumbest idea ever so we're, we're doing this in a way that we thought we'd go um, chronologically, but we just thought we'd decide with st- decide to start with Billy Madison as it made sense, the first big role, first lead, or not his first leading role, but first like big movie that everyone, I guess, would know. Yeah. Um, Billy Madison but- was definitely the easiest choice to start with, because if we started with either going overboard or makes the clone, I think I would have, <laughs> I've watched both those movies and they're, uh, 
dreadful. As, but... as, as the one of the two of us that's seen those movies, I don't have high hopes when I have to watch them over these next few weeks. Oh, honestly, there's something else. We both came to do one thing, and you know, that was talk about Billy Madison. Yeah, that's true. Which so... is which is another movie in and of itself. Kind yeah. of, in a way, it's similar to Jackass, as it is a movie that is essentially just a series of skits. <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Completely agree. There's no no real through line. It's just scene after scene after scene. Some funny bits here and there, but <laughs> it's just bonkers. Like it just makes no fucking sense in this movie. I just don't oh. understand it. I like I remember watching it as a kid and being like, "This is amazing." And I've watched oh. it, I think, three or four times as an adult now, and it's just gotten weirder each time. It it used to be my favorite film as a kid. I, I used to be <laughs> absolutely incredible, obsessed with Adam Sandler when I was like eight to thirteen. I used to be obsessed with Adam Sandler, and I used to make a thing of going to see every Adam Sandler movie cinema with my dad and like collecting DVDs. I'd, I was so obsessed with Adam Sandler. I used to have his songs <laughs> on my phone when I was in like year seven. <laughs> Everybody else was listening to like Acorn Beautiful and shit, and I was listening to fucking Adam Sandler. And and here we are in 2022 making a fucking podcast. <laughs> it all comes full fucking circle, baby. <laughs> it does. But like in, in year seven, I used to listen to Adam Sandler and Weird Al, and I used to try and write my own parody songs. And I remember this one time I was recording, much like this, I was ca- camera out, microphone on, and I was recording um, a parody to Bad Day, but whatever, the, you know that song, because you had a bad day, that song. I was recording a parody to that about my best friend who just got into a relationship and I had my headphones on and I remember I was recording in my room and my dad came up behind me, opened the door, I had no idea who he was there and he was just recording me on his phone singing this song and it was just the dirtiest thing ever for like a year seven <laughs> to be singing and he was like, what the hell is wrong? If, if we can find that video, I'm sure we'll put it in the show notes because uh. I... <laughs> I remember the lyrics as well. Oh, oh, oh please, we have a re- give us a rendition. Because like, you had a bad day, she pulled your pants down, she sucked your knob and she slapped it around. She said you don't know, she said you don't care, she ripped off all your pubic hair, you had a bad day. <laughs> Fuck I, I just used to find the karaoke versions online and just record over that. <laughs> we did say we might get cancelled after the first episode. Yeah, and we're all we're definitely going down that route. <laughs> that that was me when I was eleven. I'm a changed guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, not. But, but, but before we get into the plot, shall we run over what the movie is first? <laughs> Good point. Good point. I, I, I've, I've got a couple of uh, reviews here and everything, so I'll just ask. Oh, you I've got a couple of questions. I found with... some. Unbelievably good re- reviews for this movie. Right. Uh, okay. We might have the same ones, but yeah, fucking hell, I was right. creasing. Right. So, on to today's movie, Billy Madsen. Sean Tan Lotion is good for me. He was born into privilege. Oh, really, fool? Really? And stood to inherit a fortune. But for 27 year old Billy Madison, there's just one problem. How could I hand over my company to someone who couldn't even get through school? That's nice. Billy is not an idiot. Oh, oh, 
Madison, directed by Tamara Davis, starring Adam Sandler, Bradley Whitford, Bridget Wilson, Norm MacDonald, Darren McGavin, Mark Beltzman and Larry Halkin. The film was written by Sandler and Tim Hurley and produced by Robert Simmons. So, Matt, here I have a plot synopsis from TCM databases, Turner Classic Media. And I think they're just a big company, a big movie company who work for, who's like a, they do a lot of stuff with Warner Brothers and Cartoon Network, I think. So yeah. tell me if this plot synopsis describes the movie in the perfect way. So he's the heir to Madison Hotel Millions, but the only subject Billy has studied lately are babes and booze. When Brian Madison informs his goofball son that he plans to turn over his Fortune 500 company to scheming vice president, Billy makes the best of his life. He's going back to school, grades 1 through 12, in 24 weeks! Exclamation. Can this bona fide blockhead win his father's respect, the family fortune, and the love of a beautiful teacher? I mean, fuck. <laughs> that, that's, a, that, that's the movie, and, isn't it? That is pretty much the movie. There's a few in and outs there, but fuck, that's the most sense you'll ever hear today for the rest of this movie. That is. <laughs> that, that's the main through line of uh, everything that's going on. But as, as, we, as we've said... It's it's batshit. It's such a crazy oh, it, film. It makes it, no sense. There's nothing to it. But I, you can you can you can tell in a way that he's definitely like just out of Saturday Night Live because like yeah. we were saying before, it just is like skits. Like it's there's no like follow through for the movie. The plot is just whenever it fucking decides it wants to be there. But it's just, it's just him living his best life in fucking primary school, basically. Yeah, he's, he's, he's loving it. but. <laughs> He hasn't done anything different since, really. All his, no, <laughs> all his Happy Madsen movies are just him. Just doing his best mad life. shit. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes no fucking sense, and that's probably one of the best bits about it. Because if you try and make sense of this movie, you drive yourself fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, moving on. Uh, we we got a couple of reviews here. I've got a review from back in the day, and I've got a couple of letterboxed reviews from fans i don't know why i'm doing it this is a podcast um from fans of the movie <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, so this is from Ian Nathan from 1996, Empire Magazine. He gave this movie one star. And he says, forget the likes of Jim Carrey, Chris Farley and Polly Shaw. For the bottom line in dumb comedies, you have to look at the interminable mugging and dopey grin of Adam Sandler. Despite the relatively appealing spin in Airheads, Sandler proves that whatever Carrey has, he keeps to himself because Billy Madison is least funny, least likable of all Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live offshoots that have struggled to latch onto Carrey's dumb comedy phenomenon. Avoid, avoid, for the love of God, avoid. I don't think it's that bad. No, that's unfair. But but it's some things in there are definitely justified. I mean, (laughs) Kerry was. It's definitely worth a watch just to see how fucking crazy it is. But but it's it's saying that Kerry's this fantastic actor, but is Ventura two dog shit? Hey. Oh, you're not wrong. I can't argue with that. He po- I, he poops himself out of a rhino. So yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think that's an extremely unfair. It is unfair. That is, it takes it a bit to the extreme. And but to be fair, I can. There's there's a few that are like that as well. <laughs> there's a lot of people angry with this movie online. Yeah. Do, do, do you have any reviews? That yeah. You've found? I've got, I've got one from here. It's, it's an IMDb review. It's it's from 2010. It's from Angela Alana. I fucking it's a bunch of gibberish. So that'll do. This movie is so bad that everyone connected to it. Can everyone connected with it should be criminally prosecuted, comma or simply shot. That's the next. <laughs> After they have been drawn and quartered, tarred and feathered. I have think. I used to think that Nothing But Trouble was the worst movie ever made, but compared to this stinker, that is a masterpiece. Mind you, I don't dislike lowbrow humour per se. I loved Kingpin and the liked Dumb and Dumber. But there is an iota of humour or creativity in this abomination. Maybe it was intended as a movie for kids. If that is the case, there may be some justification for it. I'm sure most 5-10 to 10 year olds would find it amusing. Billy Madison should have a reverse MPAA rating. No one over the age of 10 or with an IQ over 80 should be allowed to watch. The only reason I gave it one star is that no stars was not an option. <laughs> that that was scathing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, but... <laughs> I it's, 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 not, it's not a movie made for kids, though. It, it's not a movie made for anyone. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this film. Like, I don't know what the target audience was. There's too much drinking, too much sex, and too and much outrageous jokes. Yeah, like there's some I'm, outrageous I'm, things. Maybe. I'm fairly sure Adam Sandler says "fuck" when he's in, or does he say "shit" or something? I there's definitely curses in there. He's definitely yeah. not appropriate for the yeah, the three year olds he's around. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! With his hippie teacher. Have you got any more reviews there? Because I, I I've got a couple from Letterbox that I want I, I want to run through. Oh, please, <laughs> take the lead there, I'm ready. So, from Letterbox, I've got a couple of uh, five-star reviews and a couple of uh, one-star reviews. I, I, I've got four. So, this five-star review is from Mr. Pike325, and he reviewed this on New Year's Eve last year. And the five-star review says, good. Nice. You That's know what? It. Can't argue with it. No, I know. <laughs> and then I got another five-star review here from Benjamin Dotson. And he simply said, true cinema. True cinema. And then I've, I've also noticed that <laughs> he, 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 his profile picture is Walking Phoenix uh, Joker. So I, I think he knows what he's talking about when, the, oh, he... <laughs> when it comes to movies. 
That is oh. a man with some authority on some films there. <laughs> and then a, a, a couple of on the other side of the spectrum. We've got half a star from Luke. And he says, 20 minutes in, a teacher's reading a picture book to kids without having the book turned towards them. And that really hurt. And then one star from Identity underscore Crisis. What is this, Cinema Sins? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, one star from Identity underscore Crisis. People think that this movie is funny, but I can't focus on the plot because it's stupid, ugly fish, miscally like I have swine flu. That feels more like a sly Adam Sandler than the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I, I want to know if Identity underscore Crisis has gone through every single Adam Sandler movie just if he has an ugly face. Is, is he the one having the identity crisis because he isn't as good looking as Adam Sandler or is this <laughs> what is going on here? Maybe. But I, I think those, apart from the the picture book one, I think those are unfair. Cause I, yeah, I would I'd say I, so. I, like, I hated the thing. It really annoyed me. <laughs> that's a very valid argument. To be I, fair. I, hate, I hated but, that teacher. But fuck me. <laughs> This oh, it's just that whole that whole like she's just the biggest hippie and just I do like the fact that she just refuses to have him inside the classroom for recess like no yeah fuck off (laughs) don't deal with kids for right now this is my time (laughs) we've all been there yeah when I was doing my teacher placement and kids would come in during break time I would be like oh no go on get outside (laughs) (laughs) it's the only time in the day you have to yourself but. If there's any kids listening, there's a reason your teacher's like spending all their time in the staff room. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I hope there's no kids listening. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Uh, w- with those reviews, Matt, what do you think the splatometer on Rotten Tomatoes is? Rotten Tomatoes? What do we say? Tomatoes? Tomatoes? Tomato? Is it, it's what? It's rotten or it's fresh? Yeah, is that, well, that's yeah. what they go for? So I, I, I've got the uh, cricket critics percentage uh, and the audience percentage. So... What what do you think the critics have given it out of 100? Out of 100? Oh, yeah. God. Well, it's percentage. Oh. I feel out. like the, the critics uh, critics one's going to be lower than the audience one. I feel like I could probably guess that. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because I'll be, I'll be sad. Critics, oh, you've... I'd be surprised if it's over 50. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> under 50? Can I go under 50? Yeah. You, you can go under 50. Do you want, do you want to... Zone Do you want me to get a specific guess? Go on, give a specific guess, oh, see what you God. can get. 30, 39. 40%. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you, 40%. Oh. And what about audiences? What do you think there? Oh, the audience, it can't be much better, eh? Like, I, 55, 60? 79%. 79%. 79% of audience sure. give this film. Okay. A I mean positive that's movie. that is. I I can't I can't agree with that. <laughs> I think I'm definitely somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. 79% I mean, is is a lot for this movie. I I don't know if I'd get a positive re- I probably would. It's too shit not to, you know. I think depending on how old I was, you'd we'd get a different answer out of me. Yeah, that that's true. I did watch this on times two speed the other day, and it was it was bearable. <laughs> yeah, watching in times two was what forty five minutes. It was like yeah, <laughs> absolutely flew through it. <laughs> two two episodes of a show. It was unbelievable. Right, and then one one last thing before we actually get into the nitty gritty of the movie. This is Adam Sandler's first starring role. Yeah, 
how do you think this did at the box office? Oh, Jesus. I'll this... say that it had a budget of $10 million. <sighs> a budget of $10 million. Which seems oh. a lot. <laughs> that does seem like a lot for this movie, considering there's what? That's based in three different sets? Yeah. <laughs> it's based at a house, a school, and a back garden, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking field trip one time. Um, oh, God. Did it... I... <sighs> I'm gonna say it made its money back, but I can't. I can't say this movie must have done that well. Maybe like sixty million back at the box office. Box office of twenty six point four million. Oh well, I was fucking so, way out there. So, so it made sixteen million back, but with the cost of like advertising and everything, it couldn't yeah. have been that successful. But then again, no. it, was, it was successful enough to give Adam Sandler this career that he still got. Today. It's very true. I just I, something have, somebody must have liked this movie along the way. That was. I, I the, I've I've actually got a fact about this being a very very prominent actor, prominent actor's favorite film of all time. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to there. The, we'll get, get to, to some trivia at the end. Um. But yeah, this movie must have done well on VHS and. Oh, yeah, oh, I think you're probably getting, like, a huge stoner crowd for this movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just, like, 90s VHS, just people getting baked, getting some Pizza Hut and watching this movie with their friends, definitely. D- down to Blockbuster, especially, yeah. Blockbuster it, especially in the... Oh, 100%. Especially in the 90s as well, I think people probably would have seen some movies from Adam Sandler maybe two years, three years after this and gone back and looked at some <laughs> more, and it's probably done pretty well. <laughs> not knowing what they're getting into. Oh shit! When did this film come out? Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. And he's not. A f- he's not very far away from some great success after this. No. Because what? Happy Gilmore's just Happy Gilmore's the road. like yeah. Three years got, away. Yeah, Big Daddy's also in the nineties. I think uh, Big Daddy's ninety nine. Yeah. So even that's four years. Like that's a quick turnaround to be like, and he. That's a pretty big fucking movie. I think. With the Saturday Night Live alumni, is he the most successful? <sighs> I mean, technically, Robert Downey Jr. is the most successful. He's yeah, done. true. You'd... But keeping no, in like... vain with the spirit of Saturday Night Live, it has to be Sandler, surely. Yeah. I'd say, like, in terms of, like, the volume of the stuff he's put out and, like, how famous they all are, Obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is a different kind of case nowadays, but yeah. after that, yeah, maybe Eddie Murphy was Saturday Night Live, and Ed, Eddie Murphy was, I think, Jim Car- Carrey was Will Jim Carrey, was. yeah. But w- with Murphy and Carrey, um, they kind of just stopped, didn't they? Yeah, like Eddie Murphy just kind of didn't want to do acting anymore after, like, obviously he's in Shrek, but that's yeah, obviously it's a voice role, and, but and coming to America. Did you see that? Yeah, so, so he's, ob- he's obviously had a resurgence in his later years with uh, some good stuff. Apparently he's, it was one of his movies, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head just now, but it came out I think maybe last year or two years ago and it was apparently pretty good. The Netflix movie? Oh, fuck. I, All right, I don't I, know why I brought no that idea. up. I don't know the name of it, but apparently it's pretty good. And it's a good it's back, to, it's back to cast, back to uh, his, his good old days, Freddie Murphy there. Oh, fantastic. But Will Ferrell as well, actually. Like, I'd say Will Ferrell... Yeah, in the in like the mid two thousands to the early tens was undefeatable in some movies. They were fucking incredible. Yeah, he he kind of died off with Get Hard and 
He's, he's you had that Sherlock fucking Holmes movie yeah, with uh, John crap. C. Riley as well. He's got um, a Christmas Carol musical coming up this year with Ryan Reynolds, and I think Will Ferrell is Scrooge. Oh God, <laughs> that, that, I'm tentative to say that that can't be any good. Surely. <laughs> I, I mean, they're both good singers. He's the songbird of his generation. Yeah, we can't argue with that. <laughs> Right, okay, let's stop talking about <laughs> a Christmas Carol and just move on to the movie. So, so yeah, th- this movie opens up with them getting drunk in a pool and it very quickly, Adam Sandler's just drunk driving a golf cart, classic, going to get some nudie magazines, which I made special note of this because there's some fucking incredible magazines that he pulls out of the mailbox there. So, so we start off with She Male Fiesta, over 80s, and something you definitely couldn't do anymore, which is drunk chicks. <laughs> that, that is some mid-90s bullshittery right there. I mean, I think you were right to completely skip over the pool scene because it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing, it's just them. He, he, he puts some sun cream on and he sings a little. But yeah, yeah, he does his, he does his little thing with his little smiley face with the sunscreen. And, and then his stupid voice. <laughs> just splashing about. Good for me. Um, but yeah, you're right. Um, he just quickly jumps in a golf cart and completely ruins the garden. Everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he just ru- <laughs> almost ru- runs ru- his butler over. He ruins everything. But back to the uh, nudie magazines. Did you note down like the subheadings and everything? Oh no, I just got uh, the titles. I was I was times two speed. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> so, so I got them here. So the first one was Shemale Fiesta. And the subtitle was, I pee sitting down, or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Women over 80s, wrinkled skin, wrinkled sheets. <laughs> Holy Jesus. <laughs> and then the last one was, drunk chicks, models over 18. And then I said, in the States, you've got to be 21 to drink. So either these models are illegally drunk, or they're not 18-year-olds. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. The the nudie nudie magazines is where we start the move, <laughs> and it I don't know if it goes uphill or downhill from there. No, no. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, on the golf cart he's saying nudie magazine day, nudie magazine, nudie day. magazine day. <laughs> but but then you see the nudie magazines. Then next thing you know, uh, the penguins just there. Oh, the penguin. <laughs> this 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 was something as a kid. I loved this, but what the fuck is going on here? I, <laughs> Yeah, I thought the penguin was so much more prominent in the whole movie. Yeah, I thought it was like a, an entire thing, but... The penguin shows up three times? Maybe I mean, th- three. Th- three times in 90 minutes is still a penguin every 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. I, oh, fuck. I mean, the most surprising thing to me is that he knows that penguins are from Antarctica. That was a... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, he gets that well, right, so I, I was pretty I, impressed I've this with down that. Here. It's like... Uh, yeah, introductory best recurring gag in the movie, and, and then Sandler goes, "It's too damn hot for a penguin to be just walking around here. I got to send him back to the South Pole." And then I googled where penguins from, and National Geographic told me that penguins don't actually live on the South Pole. Oh, well, I've been <laughs> mugged right off there. Well, but penguins are South Pole and polar bears are North Pole. Is, is that I, not right? I, I, maybe they live on Antarctica, but not actually at. At oh, the at the pole. South Pole. Right, I'll give yeah. you that. That's that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, th- then that penguin scene is just used to move the plot along to Billy arriving at the house. 
Yeah, that that's all it is. And then it's just to get him back to the house. And then he goes and he's has the famous bath scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, With the sham- shampoo versus yeah. conditioner. So... So he arrives back at the house and Billy's dad's mates are arriving for some sort of biz meeting, aren't they? And then yeah. Bit, we... He then, just falls over, pissed, drunk, and I'm trying to yeah. chase the penguin at the front door. And, and then we uh, meet in... T- then we meet uh, the maid. Oh, she, the she maid is actually... It's a great part of this movie. She, she, she's hilarious. She's so Some funny. unbelievable one-liners. Do you know, I was looking at this. She's like 75 when they filmed this. Yeah. She, she, she doesn't look a day over 60. Like, no. that is crazy. Um, she she actually passed away two years after this movie. But, I yeah, uh, I remember. I saw that. R.I.P. to that lady. She's her name's uh, Teresa Merritt, but she's like actually. A very she's one good, of the better parts of the movie. She, no, I would say she, she's like a critically <laughs> acclaimed actress. Um. Oh really? Yeah, she won like Tony Awards and everything for being on stage and stuff. Like actual. Proper, We're gonna get slated for not knowing this lady. <laughs> like oh, actual. <laughs> proper awards i i did some little research and i found out she won a tony and she died <laughs> but yeah <laughs> she, she she's probably one of the best recurring characters and she's she's in love with billy she, yeah she, she <laughs> the fuck out of adam sandler's character here <laughs> just the one line is just the, the off-handed comments of her yeah. trying to fuck him all movies are <laughs> honestly incredible they're so good uh, and then <laughs> Like, like we were saying earlier, it's just scene after scene after scene with no real through line. And then after no. he arrives at the house, Billy gets sent to the bath. And then this scene's probably... It's say iconic this- in a way. Yeah. Would you say this is the most portable Adam Sandler scene or it has to be top three? Yeah, it's de- it's definitely one. Of- it might not be the top one, but it might- it's definitely top three in the movie for everybody would know that quote that's seen oh, it. I- I'd say top three... All time. Oh, just all time? Yeah. Oh, that's a big call. What, the shampoo conditioner scene. 100% top three of all time. Yeah. It's, it's probably and that. Um, there's, th- yeah, but you could say that. There's like 10 yeah. scenes in Happy Gilmore that you could put. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And, and then, all the water boy as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, there's I don't know about top three then. <laughs> <laughs> but... This is definitely the most quotable scene of the movie, and then yeah, yeah. All right, I'll get, I'll give Sha- you that. It's the classic. Uh, shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Yeah, and then he just has them a fight in the bath and splashes yeah. them down. <laughs> but in fairness, my favorite quote—that is my favorite quote from this movie of all. T- like, oh my god, that is the best quote in this movie. Stop looking at me, Swan. And it's just out of nowhere. For anyone that hasn't seen the movie, there's just this giant ornate gold swan on the taps, and that's all it is. It's just nothing. And he's just pissed drunk, shouting at a swan. Yeah, well, well, with shampoo versus conditioner, you're a big advocate for, what, not shampooing and just conditioning? What what do you do? What did you used to do? What did I... I never used to shampoo... I don't know fucking why I did this, but I just didn't shampoo for ages because your hair, like, after it gets so greasy, it just kind of cleans itself after that point. But you're supposed to pretty much shampoo your hair at least, like, twice a week, just not every day. Yeah. When you shampoo, conditioner maybe, shampoo, like, every other day, possibly, depending on your hair, obviously, but conditioner once, twice a week, you don't need to condition a lot. Well, or if if you're Kerry Jones, you have a a four-in-one 
that yeah. you use every single day. <laughs> Remember 16 in one we found? We may have found some outrageous things in Walmart before. <laughs> Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, moisturizer, ball cleaner. <laughs> Toilet cleaner. It was it was the only only jug you needed in your entire house. The only bottle you needed for the whole house. It cleans the drains, everything at the same time. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I was... don't have to clean your hair if you don't have any fucking hair after it's taken it off. I I, I was actually curious to see what was uh, better, conditioner or shampoo. And um, Men's Journal said conditioner weighs hair down and makes the follicles all fall together. So if a short haircut is worn with a little volume and or texture, you don't need it. Adam Sandler's hair in this movie is pretty fucking short. That's a good point. It's not one of his longer hair rolls. So he's just... He's wasting conditioner. He's throwing it he's... down the drain. He doesn't need it. <laughs> Out of all the things to pick apart in this movie. <laughs> he is using his dad's billions on conditioner that he doesn't need. No wonder this man can't run a company. He's just throwing money away. <laughs> Oh, well, he's ruining gardens all over the place. He's crashing golf carts. He's chasing penguins. And now he's, he's throwing conditioner away. He's got uh, no redeeming qualities so far. Uh, and then, yeah, the scene ends with that. Stop looking at me, Swan. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> and, the, and then the, um, fuck, it's just scene after scene. And, the, and then we And then he on. runs down with what could be out of fucking, um... The Ministry of Silly Walks just runs into the movie, then runs yeah. into the dining table, just all hunched over with his little <laughs> crab walk. Uh, just... and, yeah. So the so the next scene is um is is at the uh, the meal where yeah the dinner all, table at the at the dinner table where all Sandler's dads, Billy's dads, uh, acquaintances and co-workers are there yeah. for important business. And the two main co-workers we are introduced is Carl, who's played by Larry Hankin. And he was in iconic. Yeah, he was in Home Alone. As do, do you know, when the mother in Home Alone rings up the police department. Oh, he's the guy they, eating the donut on the yeah, on the he, phone. He's eating the donuts, yeah. and they, then they just pass the call back and forth, back and forth. Well, yeah, th- yeah. that's him. And then also introduced. If Jen. you don't know who this guy is, it's Mister Heckles from Friends as well. Oh, I, I've also noticed Old Joe from Breaking Bad, but I've never seen Breaking Bad. You've never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen Breaking Bad, but he's Old Ooh. Joe from Breaking Bad as well. Okay, he's all breaking. We're also introduced to Bradley Whitford character uh, Eric, and then Bradley Whitford. He's from Cabin in the Woods, and he's the racist dad in Get. Yeah, he's if Cabin in the Woods is the guy that really wants the mermaids, the mermen. Yeah, the mermen to arrive. He's the racist dad in Get Out. He's in like he's in lots. He's, yeah, he's in one of his big things is a TV show. I've not seen it, so I'm not sure what it is. But he was in that for a while. He looks way better in Get Out than what he does in. Yeah, he looks I, it's, awful in this movie. He, <laughs> he just looks like a, I mean, I think he's kind of supposed to just look like a little rat weasel person. Yeah, which he but, just is. He's just the worst person in this movie. Eric in this movie is a piece. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's horrendous. He's awful to Carl. He's awful to Billy. Awful, awful to Brian. <laughs> yeah, he's awful to everyone in this movie, and he is just. just he's just a wanker. But then, yeah, uh, at the meal, Billy eats his soup. Just the most <laughs> horrific slurps you've ever heard in a movie. That was painful to watch. That was that, that was awful. Uh, and then he gets into an argument with Eric because Eric, with Eric is pulling faces at him or whatever. And then yeah, then we're just... introduced to Sandler's classic "Shut Up." 
He's just he shouting <laughs> gibberish at him. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he speaks yeah. gibberish. <laughs> and then he, then he bites that old man. Yeah, he <laughs> nibbles like, his hand. It's like, this guy can stay with my room, and then he just bites him. Just... Honestly, people might think we're making this up. If you've not seen this movie, it's a, this is this is like the first five minutes. It's it it's something else. And then it makes no I, sense. After Sandler does his classic stuff of stupid noises, gibberish, and shouting, we quick cut to him and his mates at a burger joint. They're, they're playing... throwing pickles at the window. Yeah, and then they're putting bets on pickles. <laughs> Which pickles gonna fall first? <laughs> Which. This this next scene coming up is also probably one of my favourite scenes in the whole movie. It's just an iconic prank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, but in this scene, they ask, who would you rather bone, Meg Ryan or Jack oh. Nicholson? So, Matt, who would you rather bone, Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? I don't think I could picture Meg Ryan with a face. I couldn't tell you what she looks like. I can't picture her either. And or it's I'd... it's Jack Nichol- it's which is it like seventy six Jack Nicholson or something like that? He's he's nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Go on, big Jacko. He was a he was a good looking lad back in the day. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, breathe the shining. Breathe the shining. Breathe the air. The widow's peak. Oh, talk about Jack Nicholson. He's he's going to show up in a couple of weeks' time. In uh... oh, anger I, management. Anger management. I forgot about that. We'll get, um, we'll get there. But yeah, and then Billy and his mates. What's the next scene? They go and like dog they shit. Go, they go and get the dog shit in a paper bag and set it on fire on this poor man's porch. Old man Clemens. Which apparently they have done countless times before and he falls for it every single time. Uh, and you can hear one of the kids in the background shouting, don't put it out with your boot, pa. <laughs> and he's just got shit all over him. Well, old man Clemens. What's this? There's poop in this bag. He called the shit poop. <laughs> it's legitimately the next part in this movie. He called the shit poop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, what the fuck? What is going on? Uh, and then, I, yeah, I've said yes, just sketch after sketch. And then after the poop scene, we're back in the house and Billy finds out that his dad wants to give the company to Eric because yeah. Billy's a man child. Billy's so, a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah, so because billy was acting like an absolute kid at the meet and yeah. whatnot uh billy's dad what's his name brian brian um billy finds out that brian has said nah billy you're not capable i'm just gonna give the company to eric and billy's pretty pissed at this and which yeah. is r- rightly so because billy knows <laughs> eric is a shit eric is a piece of shit i think we can all agree on that <laughs> Everyone knows that Eric is a piece, but <laughs> instead of uh, blaming himself, Billy blames the penguin. He does blame the penguin. It was the goddamn penguin. <laughs> he, he, he blames the penguin for speaking to Brian to, uh, and convincing <laughs> to give the company. The penguin tell you to do this, Eric. And then Carl is like, "Oh no, don't give the company to Eric. Uh, I'll help Billy transition to." into being the boss that he needs blah 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 yeah we'll help him prove himself yeah and then brian's like oh how do you expect this kid to succeed he hasn't done anything basically and then Bri- billy 
Billy Fraser. Brian tells him that he, yeah. he, uh, <laughs> he bribed all his teachers the whole way through school. Yeah. So by winning the spelling bee. Yeah. So Billy originally thinks that Brian <laughs> only paid his high school teacher to help him pass high school, but it turns out he's been paying teachers since kindergarten. <laughs> All the way through to ensure that Billy got the passing grades that he needed. <laughs> and then after this, Billy suggests that he goes back to school and complete grades. All, all 12 grades all, all, in two all 12 weeks at a time. In, yeah, two weeks each. Is it two weeks time or is it yeah. two weeks each? Yeah, no, sorry, no, two, two weeks at a time. Two weeks at a time. Uh, yeah. And then if he passes, then he gets, he gets it, the company. He, he gets the company. And then, Which is, you, you know, that's... It's a pretty reasonable way of looking yourself into a Fortune 500 company yeah, <laughs> to pass I mean, high school. High school in, what, in two weeks? <laughs> in, in I, I, I did that for billions of dollars. But Fucking then, Sounds like Paris Hilton. This is, <laughs> this is where the main core part of the yeah, movie so starts. This is, the, this is basically the movie. This is the movie. From here on out, yeah. So Billy and Brian, yeah, they, they agree Which, to this. And then Billy... I do like that this is like kind of just a riff on just classic piss take wild bets in movies. Like, yeah. um, what it reminded me of as well was Trading Places, where they just bet that this random homeless Eddie Murphy can <laughs> be absolutely incredible on the stock market for the bet of one dollar and then just ruin Dan Aykroyd's life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you won't be able to do a movie like. No. The, the, the sta- stakes are way too low. It's ridiculous, yeah. Like, one of the saving graces of this movie is the fact that the the pace of it is blistering. Like, <laughs> there's no lingering, there's no lingering scenes or anything like that. It just runs through. Can you hear me? Get it? Oh, yeah. It it's just off oh, and. Oh, there we go. We we, we lost there connection we for a bit. We're back there. We're back. Yeah, just so everybody knows, we're recording this over Zoom from across Two. the world. <laughs> I am in Bumblefuck, the middle of Australia. And I am in Bumblefuck, middle of South Wales. But yeah, <laughs> this is the main part of the movie. And then Billy gets sent back to school. And his first day, he's waiting for the bus. He's singing his stupid little song with his with his little lunchbox. Yeah, back to school, <laughs> back to school, to dad. I'm not a fool. And then, <laughs> oh yeah, I got the whole song here. Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in don't a get fight. Don't get in a fight. <laughs> and then the school bus just blitz past him because he's clearly. What? Not Why would he be, be getting on that school bus? <laughs> he is not supposed to be there at all. I will, I will pick up this predator on the side of the road. Sure. And then, <laughs> yeah, the school bus drives past, so Billy's dad decides to um, drop him off. And then, as soon as he's dropped off, he's Veronica Vaughn, the third grade teacher. Yeah, the third grade teacher and the uh, the the love interest in this movie. Yeah, and which Billy... we'll 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 get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Billy, she obviously hates him. Yeah, thinks he's a fucking idiot, which uh, rightly so. <laughs> Veronica Vaughn is uh, played by Bridgerton Sampras, and when I was a kid, I honestly thought she was the full person in the world. Oh, former Miss Teen USA. <laughs> 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 
That's a real thing. <laughs> you, you can't be attracted to this Team USA now. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, she's she's a good 22 in this movie. Yeah, she, she's fine in this movie. Um, but yeah, Billy meets her he, instantly and she thinks that he's and thinks that it's unfair that he can come back to school just because he's rich and yeah she, she clearly has a problem with uh what he's doing and why he's there and then yeah in first grade he's with this teacher what what's this team miss slippy miss slippy yeah miss slippy and she and she, she's go, you go ahead. She, without smoking any weed she's definitely just this crazy yogi hippie lady yeah, who classic classic like kindergarten teacher? Yeah, just airy fairy. They're yeah. for kids. Just yeah, wants them to learn, it, but probably doesn't really have to do anything. No, as a job. And probably when you were in school, she'd be your favorite teacher, and you'd love. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah. looking back, you can see she. She's essentially just a babysitter. Yeah. To just read stories and make sure you know how to write. Well, uh, like. <laughs> that, that's not fair. Reception teachers are hard workers, but... Um, nah, fuck them. You lazy bastards. You, and I, and you grew up to be that. glorified baby teachers. <laughs> Babysitters. I did, I'm not having it. I did three months with reception, and it was, it was hard work. But it was a oh, lot yeah. of... Oh, yeah? It was a lot of playing around. Um, you, you would love that. <laughs> you would be all over that. That would be your ideal teaching job. Re- reading picture books. Um, but, yeah, and then... She, Having some nap time. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> she, she's re- reading the book about this dog who... <laughs> and she, she's reading it to the kids, and it's a picture book, and she's not showing the pictures to the kids. No. Which it, which is <laughs> Tr- really, really bugs me. Triggered. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Billy... Is it worse than the conditioner? <laughs> yeah, a, a lot worse. <laughs> and then... The message in this story is about, I don't know, what, the kid gives up after an hour and then the dog just comes back? The kid gives up after an hour and the dog ends up finding its way home from being, I guess, just a good dog. Yeah. Billy is not happy with this. <laughs> He's not happy at all. But then he <laughs> he uses the message of this story. And he does drop an F-bomb in kindergarten, <laughs> you're right, I've got it written down here. <laughs> What does he say? He's, he's get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> there we go. I, I, I thought he dropped, dropped an F-bomb. And then, yeah, he, he uses the lessons he learned from this story later on. In he does, yes. The that, movie. This, this somehow makes a reappearance later on in the movie, which inspires an even greater quote <laughs> later on. <laughs> fucking hell. And then, yeah. After after this, um, Miss Lippy is like, right, kids, it's time for dodgeball. Unbelievable scene. Yeah, fantastic scene. <laughs> so uh, he gets out straight away. Yeah. F- first of all, Billy walks outside, gets hit in the face by one of the O'Doyle kids, and then this is his introduction to the O'Doyle family and the O'Doyle rules. I'm I'm also, I'm sorry. I thought this was a bigger part of this movie as well. This whole O'Doyle storyline makes fucking no sense whatsoever it's the most bullshit thing in this whole movie it's just so fucking stupid like i get it it's just an asshole bunch of rednecks that are all different ages but oh my god it makes no fucking sense nope not at all um (laughs) and 
despite what happens at the end of this film, the old dolls pop back up, what, 25 years later in Who Be Halloween? Yeah, so how the... F- oh. They must be cousins or something. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, and then Billy goes back into the class and Miss Lippy's just dancing to sitar music. Yes, yeah, so, so easy. And then she's like, nah, go outside. This is my time. I need, <laughs> I need rest, despite all I've done today is read a book. Despite being a fucking babysitter. And then, um, yeah, so Billy goes back outside and... Catches the ball. Yeah, he catches the ball and then he just completely annihilates <laughs> this little say, kid. Just commits on-screen child abuse. Oh, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I, I read something and the way that they had to edit it was they had to do quick cuts because they didn't want to show the kids in pain. Yeah, like, he was, wasn't, wasn't he like actually nailing these kids yeah, with the ball? Like, he, 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 he was <laughs> filming. Full pelt. <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you know what it, what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that time we were playing Quidditch and Jared Fuck. threw that ball at, uh, <laughs> at one of the campers and he just went down like a sack of shit. <laughs> I think we're going to have to edit that out. But... Nah, it's fine. We, we, we didn't name anyone. Yes, you literally just oh, named Oh, yeah, but that's fine. D- didn't name adult. a camper. <laughs> J- Jared could be anyone. But yeah, Jared could be anyone. I, I've I've never seen a kid uh, hit the ground so fast in my life. But hey, yeah, that was that could have been, like, if that was a vine, that would have been fucking incredible. <laughs> that was outrageous. Almost took his fucking head off. <laughs> but but yeah, that whole scene is just Adam Sandler nailing kids, abusing kids. <laughs> and then in the next scene, he just passes first grade by drawing a picture of a duck. Yep, it's a blue duck. Because he's never seen a blue duck. And he wanted to see a blue duck. And that's it. And that's it. That's first grade. First grade, done. Very quickly on to second grade, which we, we fly through. Oh. There. There's, only, there's only one scene. Oh, um, I, I've got... But after first grade... After oh, ev- sorry. every grade. Oh, after uh, every single grade, yeah. B- Billy's there's dad a, uh, throws a, a party. Outrageous parties, which just get more and more crazy each time he gets somewhere. Yeah. And in fairness, as a kid, those parties would be fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've, I've got it down here. Um, in the pinata, they were putting Rolexes in. Yeah, the Rolex in the pinata. Like, like big circuses going on, races. There's a clown, and just... a clown on stilts. Yeah. And then, so Eric is at the party and he's doing um, a three-legged race with a kid and he loses. And he just loses his <laughs> shit to this kid. <laughs> this six-year-old kid. It's just to show that Eric is a massive arsehole. And then, um, yeah, this clown on stilts. This is another call word, but he just slips. And then... Yeah, he just slips, falls, and just eats shit from, like, ten feet in the air. And then he's he's just on the floor bleeding out. And And everyone's just laughing at him. Yeah. Everyone just fucking leaves him there. And then the camera just lingers on... Just lingers on the clown's dead body for... Just a bit <laughs> too long. Just a little bit too long. L- lingering too long on a somebody's this is what I like to call the John Burke tactic. Do you remember that Staff Week video? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not to name any names. <laughs> Again, could be anyone. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to keep these out now. <laughs> probably. 
Uh, but yeah, just lingering a bit too long on um, that clown's face. And then, yeah, second grade, very quick. Yeah, it's literally just the what? It's the spelling bee? It's, it's the spelling bee. For, for the word couch? Yeah, and then... Which is... Which is yeah, that, that's a scene in itself. And, uh, <laughs> Just berating he, a seven-year-old in the spelling bee. He, yeah, past the second. Have, have we been introduced to the janitor yet? Yeah, he goes. He Billy takes a piss in this incredibly small urinal and the janitor just like pops out from one of the cubicles sees him fall over and then pops yeah. back in so, so real this, creepy like this janitor's another character and he's he's in it for this one scene i swear i don't <laughs> you see him for like the milk and then that's it yeah he's a spy for eric though so for eric yeah eric has paid this janitor to follow billy around the school to see how he's and then yeah he passed the second grade with the uh and then, um, yeah, passes second grade for the spelling bee. And then Eric asks Carl what he would feel like working for a punk kid like Billy. And then Carl replies saying it's implying that he doesn't want to work for Eric. For Eric. Because fuck that guy. I, I know it sounds like Eric and Carl are in this scene, but it's not. It's just super quick cut, cuts between. It's... It's <laughs> like some it's just a scene like, that lasts for fifteen seconds. Yeah, just to add add something to it, I guess. It's, I guess yeah, you need some semblance of a plot in this movie, because God, there isn't one. No, <laughs> not at all. And then I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. After this um, third grade, this is the main class. Of- the, this is like the decent chunk of the school. And yeah, um, obviously with Veronica Vaughn as the teacher, she doesn't fucking want it. He tries to give her some milk. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, that's not our milk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, grow up. Janitor wants a beer. And then <laughs> in class, she's like, oh, Billy's going to be an inconvenience for two weeks. And then she's 
Okay, kids, turn to page 69, and it goes, <laughs> 69. <laughs> so it makes a the only one laughing. <laughs> yeah, o only one laughing. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Nobody knows. Everyone then, else is eight years old. <laughs> yeah, and then this kid is reading a book, and he's got a bit of a stutter. He's a this, slow reader. Th this, I think, might be the, the, the most quotable line in the entire movie. Like, probably the most famous scene in this movie. What? T -t today Junior? T -t 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 today Junior? Fuck, you couldn't get away with that anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so yeah, Billy bullies this kid for having a stutter. And then, t does she take him out of... Yeah, she takes him out of class. Yeah, she... Gives him shit. Take, takes him out by the ear and then he says he can't hear her because she's just assaulted his ear. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she leaves and Billy just goes, So hot, I want to touch the hiney. Yeah, this <laughs> is so fucking weird. Oh. It's just such a strange voice. Uh, and then after he gets the telling off by uh, Veronica Vaughn, it just cuts to Billy being back with Juanita. How do you say his name? I don't know. Juanita. Um, yeah. And then he's just talking about being in love with Veronica Vaughn. And then she's like, if you want me to cheer you up, I can show you my tits or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sad, I can show you my tits. And he's like, nah. <laughs> and then that scene's done. That's it. They're just in the kitchen. There's some breasts on offer. This, this is, it's such a strange flowing movie. There's no flow to it. It's just random bits and bobs of things in between. It, it's just nothing. There's no substance. It's just random shit. Yeah, it, it is just random shit after random shit. Oh, it baffles me. And then I'm guessing they're back in school after this because she calls him up for to practice cursive on the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, she, she gets him to write, what, dugout and buzz. Dugout, buzz, and uh, risotto. Yeah, and then he can't do his Zs, and she, <laughs> they, they look like R's or whatever. And <laughs> they then, look like R's to me. And then, uh, bit, bit, oh, that's gone. No, I'm still oh. here. It's just the... the the video. The video's dropped out on oh, our end. There we go. And then um, <laughs> Billy, uh, yeah, Billy freaks out and just... Just runs out. Runs out of class. And then... Pretends uh, to be sick. <laughs> and then, what's next? Is, is this where he pretends to be sick and doesn't want to go into school? And then Juanita's yeah. back saying she's going to do something to him. <laughs> and then he's, he's back in school. He runs back, straight back to school. And then... We're introduced to the second O'Doyle kid. Who's the second O'Doyle kid? The second O'Doyle kid. Oh, is he, he throws a kid in the bin or something, or tips the bin over somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kick, and then, yeah, because later on is where they do the, the pudding on the head. Yeah, put, put on the, yeah, I think he puts somebody in a bin or something. Yeah. Um, and then, after this, Ver Veronica Vaughn is sick, so we're introduced to Principal Anderson, who's... Ooh. Who's another character of this film? This this guy's the um, social worker in Big Daddy as well. In Big Daddy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, Returning um, character. Yeah, then he catches kids passing notes in class and he, he, he <laughs> gets decides, roasted. He's he like yes. to read it in class, read it in class, and he's like, um, "We're so lucky to have Principal Anderson teaching us today. It gives us it gives us an excuse to look at that fat lad ass of his." <laughs> Whatever it says. <laughs> Just absolutely fucking rinses it. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, um, 
we can look at his fat ass and then he should kill himself or whatever. <laughs> it's fucking brutal, that no. <laughs> it, it, it's an awful thing for kids. And then, it's, they're like 10 years old. Jesus Christ. But this day that Veronica Vaughn's sick is also Valentine's Day as well. So Yeah, and he gets... He, he gets a bunch of cards and you just get shots of these eight-year-old girls pining over yeah, Alexander. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not, they're not... It's weird. It's a weird yeah. scene, um, and it, that's not even the weirdest bit about the scene. <laughs> no, and, and then after the shots of these eight-year-old the, girls, the, those girls, it goes to the the principal, principal who is yeah, who is who is admiring him from afar, and then he gets a bit further down the note. Yeah, <laughs> and he tells him he's really horny, yep. sat yes. in a classroom full yes, of kids. Really horny. And then after this scene, uh, oh, the kid God. with glasses. I can't remember his name. Do you remember? Billy? No, B- Billy is Adam Sandler's character. No, yeah. What? Oh, fuck me. Um, he says it because he's the kid that pisses himself and he... Yeah. I I can't remember. No, that um, one's escaped me. I can't remember the name of him. Oh, well. well, anyway, they're, they're at his house. Yeah. On the phone. See, this is, this is what doesn't make sense to me in this movie, is she... This teacher fucking hates him. Yeah. And then out of nowhere... They go on a school trip, and even before they're on the school trip, she just likes him out of nowhere. It yeah. just it, There's no, like, in-between scene or anything. Uh, it's just she thinks he's uh, a fucking idiot, and then on the school bus, she's like, oh, the, he might be all right. There was a scene where Billy was drawing dirty pictures of her. She, like, winks at him or something, or she smirks. Is, it was, was that the turning point of yeah, this movie? I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's where the turning point was. But, yeah, this kid with glasses and Billy, they ring up Miss Vaughn and to find out if she likes and then basically says she tells him he would have a he's more grown up than Billy is yeah, <laughs> Billy's a massive kid I need to find this kid's name Billy, <laughs> B- Billy's a massive kid you're more mature than him blah 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 and then the next scene is what then they go on the school trip yeah yeah oh. and yeah oh yeah, the next scene is where they're on the school trip and you're in, we're introduced to Chris Farley's character, the bus driver. Incredible. Yeah, fantastic. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Absolutely horrendous. Absolutely hilarious. Fucking, He's a horrendous character in this movie, oh, but he is hilarious. He's so funny. Just this sweaty, angry bus driver, like typical fucking... <laughs> hates everything in himself. Um, yeah. Oh, God. So, on this bus... Um, Somebody dares a kid to throw a sandwich at the back of uh, uh, Chris Farley's head. So <laughs> he does that, and Chris Farley loses it. And then... I will turn this bus around that I'd end your school trip real quick, wouldn't it? <laughs> I can't find this kid. Did you know two different people played the penguin, though? Fun fact. What? Save the fun facts. <laughs> I, I, I just found out. Um... Incredible. Incredible. The essential part of this movie, this fucking penguin. Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. His name's Ernie, I think. Save, save. Is it Ernie? Yeah, it must yeah. be. Fucking, uh, fucking it's Ernie. So, yeah, it, it is now anyway. And then, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, this kid dares Billy Madison to touch Miss Vaughn's boot. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. That's assault, brother. That, that's, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's assault, brother. And then, Which is the most sensible part of this movie. Oh, yeah, in in hill, he asked this kid, "Do you double dare me?" And then <laughs> dare me. Billy Madison goes to assault his teacher. 
and then as <laughs> and he, follows through with it. Yeah, as soon as he grabs her, um, Miss Vaughn's into it, and then she apolog- She tells him to go sit back yeah. down, and she double dares him to sit back down. And then th- this is the start of the love story, I guess. <sighs> yeah, what is going on in this movie? It just comes out of nowhere. I mean, it doesn't obviously come out of nowhere. This but is obviously about to happen, but the right. the relationship turns out of nowhere. I, I, I've asked you, did the main love story <laughs> did the main love story of the movie just start because Billy sexually assaulted his... It, it literally does. Like, <laughs> genuinely I, I, I not kidding. And then... This is this is classic entrapment. <laughs> uh, and, and then we, we get another shot of another re- recurring gag of Chris Farley throwing a banana oh, the skin, banana peel. Banana peel out the window. And then Which this comes major, back later on. <laughs> major consequences <laughs> down the line, um, for no, for no reason as well. This is the, oh, good lord. And then yeah, they arrive to where they're going on the school, yeah, they're at some like is, pilgrim place. Yeah, pilgrim place. And then uh, we just hear this old batty woman going on, and she's like, oh, "What did she say?" It's like, "Oh yeah," she says, "What what is a horseshoe? What does a horseshoe do?" Are there any horse socks? Is anybody listening to me? So yeah, it's just this <laughs> really old woman trying to engage the kids into learning about pilgrimage and whatever, but nobody seems to give a shit. And then this this field trip swiftly ends. <laughs> yeah. After all their lunches get stolen by uh, Billy B- Madison's B- friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the oh, bus driver. Where, where, where did Billy's mates and the bus driver where, meet? How did they, how did they come? Where did they come from? <laughs> how did this happen? Um, so, yeah, we get there, the, the and then Ernie... ends there, and then Ernie's up against the wall crying, and then Billy goes because he's to pissed see... himself. Yeah, Billy goes <laughs> to see what's wrong, and then turns out Ernie, this eight-year-old boy, has peed himself, and then Billy is... put... <laughs> Billy goes and splashes walk his crotch, and then a kid goes, Ernie peed himself, and Billy goes, I peed myself too. It's what cool kids my age do. Wait, can we talk about the kid that oh, that says this? Yeah. The little. This little fattest kid with the most horrendous rat tail haircut you've ever seen in your entire life. This, I'm, I don't mean to berate this kid, but he's so fat that his eyes are closed. Like, what is going on there? Have you, later on in the scene, he, he's my favourite part of a scene. Like, hands when he, Oh, when he, when he grabs him. <laughs> we'll um, get there, we'll get there. So yeah, this little fat kid uh, goes, Hey guys, it only peed his pants. And then... Billy does a speech about how peeing your pants is really cool. Really cool. Every, every all the grown ups, all, all, all grown ups do it. And then <laughs> Miss Vaughn, Veronica Vaughn, starts to see a little kid. No, little kid. He's twenty seven. <laughs> Billy is this sensitive guy, and he does care for kids and is what she originally thought. And then, yeah, as the kids are lining up to oh, and then that batty old lady. Um, after Billy does his massive, she goes. If peeing my pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. And <laughs> Miles Davis is Gross. just. But Miles Davis is just this musician from like. The, back in the day. He's just a really, really cool guy. And then, yeah, as they're queuing to get back on the bus, all the kids have just pissed themselves. Yeah. Everyone's like, just wet themselves. Yeah. Like, everything. That, must, kid... that bus must fucking stink on the way home, just be smelling horrendous. Yeah. Just a just a big giant can full of piss, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, as they get on the bus, Chris, Chris Farley with the 
just a horrendous scene. Yeah, he, 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 he just he stops, stops Billy. Billy Madison from going up after Veronica Vaughn and then just egregiously looks all the way up her skirt and follows it until she can't see her yeah. anymore. That Veronica Vaughn is one fan piece of ace. And then, ace. And yeah, he's like, I, I slept with her. And he's like, no, nah, my friend slept with her. And then, no, nah, he didn't. No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> and then... But you can imagine what it'd be like, though. Yeah. And, and then he oh, just... Oh, God. He gets on the bus and he just yells straight away. Yeah. Just straight away has a go. No yelling on the bus! <laughs> Apparently that was improvised. Oh, Chris Farley. Yeah. I'm not surprised. What a fucking legend. And then, after this... Billy graduates third grade. There's another huge party. Another huge party. Uh, Eric's getting worried about Billy passing school and uh, tries to f- find a way to stop him from doing Sabot- all this. Yeah. Um, Sabotaging him. Carl hears him. Goes to warn Billy when he's trying to get a... Yeah. So Get yeah, in there with Miss Vaughn. B- They're in his Billy little private his tent. tent. And his tent's just full of, full of crap. Live, lives in shit. a lives in a huge huge mansion, but lives in a tent in the garden. E- even though he's a giant tent. <laughs> even though he's sleeping in a bedroom earlier on in the movie. Yeah, he's, he's sleeping in a room. But yeah, B- Billy and Miss Vaughn try to get it on, and then they then Carl, Carl comes in. Carl comes in, and then and warns him Billy about Eric's plan, and then Billy gets Carl to do Eric's laugh, which is a really good impression, actually. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so follow, following this, there's there's obviously the classic of every '90s movie. Yeah, there's just a montage. montage. <laughs> we're going to make a montage. A montage. What, what, Jackson Five ABC, and we see just passing fifth, flying through grades. Yeah, fourth, yeah five, so it's six. fourth, fifth, and sixth. And then after the montage, the we get the sloppy Joe scene, which is just which is so strange. Yeah, but but it's a callback so to creepy. one of. Sandler's songs. Have you, have you heard the Sloppy Joe song? You carry you might be the only person in the oh. world that knows these songs. Oh, so um, <laughs> Adam Sandler and Chris Farley did a song together, and it's called uh, "Lunch Lady Land," and it's a song about how important the lunch lady is to school life and whatnot. And then Chris Farley's the lunch lady, and then at the end of the song, Chris Farley gets into a fight with all the food and then they start beating him up and then the sloppy joe comes to save the day and then <laughs> the lunch lady and all the food live happily ever after but the main chorus is just brilliant slappy joe a slap a slappy joe yeah slappy joe a slap a slappy joe yeah um, is this like <laughs> so this is the original lonely island then this is just... <laughs> yeah yeah like Fuck's people sake. think of sandler's this comedian he's a fantastic musician He's he's honest, and it shows in this movie as well. Adam Sandler's, but yeah, this whole sloppy Joe scene is. There just... is a scene later on in this movie that proves he's definitely not a fantastic musician. You're joking. It's incredible. <laughs> we'll we'll get to get to it later on. Um, but the academic decathlon. Um... Fucking... <laughs> just as an FYI, oh, my, yeah. my lap my laptop has definitely got about forty minutes life left. Yeah, and we've been. We've been recording for like an hour and a half. Yeah, one, one hour eighteen. Don't worry about it. And then, uh, yeah, I've got okay. forty minutes. I'm like, we're like, I'll just go third way through. Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, another party. No, alright. Oh, no, no need no, to rush. Okay. No need to rush. Um, 
Yeah, so the lunch so, lady, and then Billy passes sixth grade, and then there's another party, and at this party, Eric confronts Principal Anderson with this magazine, and the magazine is a wrestling magazine from back in the day, and in it, it says about how this wrestler called the revolting blob sat on somebody's head and killed him. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> And then fled, and then yeah. <laughs> just ran away. Then fled and got his teaching degree and somehow became a principal. If people haven't put of it a... together, the revolting blob and Principal Anderson are the same person. One and the same. And then after this, Billy goes to high school. He shows up in his car. He's got his denim jacket he on. He shows up in the fucking Pontiac T-Bird. Yeah. Straight out of Smokey and the Bandit with his, de- <laughs> with his denim jacket. Thinking is the hottest shit that's ever walked. And then, obviously, all these early 90s kids that are now moved on to grunge think he's an absolute cunt. Yeah, pr- pretty much. And then he, <laughs> he, he's in class, and he starts bullying this teacher for talking about chlorophyll. And he says, chlorophyll, more like borophyll. And then he accuses his... And then si- he's asking... <laughs> he accuses he's, he's, the 16-year-old for one in the video. I don't think she's 16. How old are you when you start high school in the, in the States? Oh. You're like... It's like year nine. I think she's like 14. Um, yeah. Fucking, oh, what so, were the 90s? So, yeah, um, <laughs> another underage girl just randomly attracted, well, attracted, not attracted. To, a, not attracted to Adam Sandler. <laughs> not like the kids earlier on. And then um, we're introduced to the third Odile, which is the third pudding cup. Odile. With, yeah, she comes over and pours a pudding cup all over him. Yeah, so... It, they're, they're at the lunch table and Billy's just sat with these two people and then this yeah I have a good, his new good mates, quote here <laughs> yeah. and then they, they, they talk about loser denial and they're saying that Billy's a loser now even though he was cool back in the day and then if you if you want to now give he's the quote, a loser this kid says I had a real bad case of loser denial until the lacrosse team stuck a parking code at my ass yeah so <laughs> for fuck's sake. And then Billy becomes... Sounds like a good old rugby initiation yeah. right there. And then Billy becomes mates with uh, <laughs> with these kids. Um, yeah. And because Billy's getting bullied, he decides to go back to the third grade class because there he's cool and everybody loves him. And then he goes outside and has a chat with Miss Vaughan, Veronica Vaughan, and uh, she's like... Um, maybe you were a yeah. bully back in the day as maybe, well. Maybe yeah. you were a piece of shit. Maybe pe- which maybe people are treating you like you used to treat people. Blah blah blah. Like you have to be nice. So which causes causes him to uh, <laughs> make some amends. Yeah, <laughs> makes a phone call to uh, good old Steve Buscemi in this movie. <laughs> yeah, his name's Danny McGrath. So so, <laughs> so so he rings up and he he apologizes, and then Buscemi's like Steve Buscemi. He's like, yeah, thank you, thank you, cool. <laughs> and then it just pans over to a to kill list, and this Danny <laughs> McGrath character just crosses Billy Madison's name <laughs> off a list of people he was gonna kill. Off, off a list of about ten people. Yeah, and then <laughs> puts on some lipstick, and, Buffalo Bill style, and just has a little relax. Yeah, and then that seems done. <laughs> um, and then after this, Billy is bonding with new friends in his house and his dad. And yeah, a breaking news segment pre- comes on. Breaking uh, news. Yeah, br- <laughs> breaking news. How? Just I don't understand why it's yeah. It's not. It's in the middle of a in the middle of a TV show. Breaking news that 
Billy Madison has bribed his principal. Yeah. So, <laughs> Principal Anderson's on, and it, on TV and he says, uh, Mr. Mad- uh, Billy Madison paid me to ensure that he passed the grades, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, Billy. And then Billy's dad kicks off because he thinks has paid the teacher again to help him pass yeah. elementary school. And and no no one believes him that he doesn't yeah, do this. No, no one believes it. And when then, in reality, it's it's Eric being a prick. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> Eric blackmailed uh, the principal. But then Billy's dad like, no, 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 get fucked. And the company to Eric. Eric. So yeah, Eric gets the company. And then Billy goes on a bit of a spiral. He starts drinking again. The pe- there, there's yeah. he starts drinking again and then we get the return of the penguin yeah <laughs> for, for I think maybe the second and possibly last time in this movie no the penguin re- there's one more there's the, one the, more there's penguin two, two more oh there's two more penguins yeah. okay and then Bi- Billy and his oh mate- sorry no there is two more penguins yeah, you're not wrong right. Billy and his mates get drunk over the next couple of days and then they go to Veronica Vaughan's house to invite her out to like dog shit on doorsteps <laughs> And then she's like... Does it does not go well. No. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I'll come into my living room and, uh, like, dog shit here. So Billy goes into the house and then he sees the penguin again. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> and, and then he just assumes that uh, Miss Vaughan and the penguin are having an affair. And he leaves <laughs> He leaves all sad. And refuses to go back to school and yeah. doesn't carry on with his high school. He's... He's having a shit old time. And then, yeah, no, I can't remember what happens next. So, they end up... Yeah, so after after he leaves Veronica Vaughan's house, like, I'm assuming he goes back to his house because the next day, Billy and his friends, they're passed out in the pool and around the pool. And then Veronica yeah. Vaughan... Oh, she comes and yeah, she shows beats up the shit out of him. she beats the shit out of uh, Billy Madison. And in this she mass- throws him in the pool, tries yeah. to drown him. So sober him up a bit, and then she gives this speech about how she believes, how she knows that oh. he's going to do the right thing, and how he needs to go back to school. And then we have a musical number. Yeah. And I. this is the that... scene I was talking about. It's fantastic. I used to have this song on my iPod. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, okay, this yeah. is the scene then. It's, it's such a good song. It's fantastic. Are you going to give us a rendition? <laughs> Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> yes, I will go back to school and achieve victory. No man would take what my father has built unless that man is me. That's it. But yeah, this song is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully sung. <laughs> and just the stuff that we learn throughout this song... The, the clown's alive. The, the cl- clown is alive. We get we get a we get a re we get a revisit of the clown who's yeah, the, just back. The, the clown has been on on the floor, passed be- out on that out. floor for weeks, weeks, <laughs> weeks upon weeks. weeks. I, I I've actually noted here that this is the best new musical number in film history, which I don't think is true. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I wasn't going to argue <laughs> with you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to love this song. I used to li- listen to it on, on repeat, and then, and then as the kids are singing, that rat tail kid at the end, he- he's at the very end of the queue, and ev- everybody's doing this dance moves, and he's just there, and he's bobbing up and down like a little fat kid, and it's he's on- just doing the truffle shuffle yeah, oh, just at the back of this crowd. Oh, it's honestly 
so funny. And then, so yeah, I'm I'm guessing this song inspires Billy to <laughs> go back to school because after this, um, the third graders go to Mr. Anderson's house and he's dressed up as the revolting blob. <laughs> and there's just thirty of them on his front lawn giving him some very very menacing looks. Yeah, <laughs> telling him to. That he's fucking wrong and telling the truth, basically. Yeah, and then he does. He holds another press conference, which again is news, and he said that he was paid off, and that Eric, um, uh, yeah, he 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 lied. He was paid off to to, to lie. lie, and then Eric gets super angry, throws something at his secretary, and then Billy's dad mentions later on that Eric's secretary is in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So... Oh, go on. No, I just... Uh, he just... He means to throw something and completely... He means to throw it at the TV and just completely throws it in just the wrong direction. She just gets hit off screen and you just see her drop like a sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, after this... Uh, oh, let's just blast through this bit now. Uh, Billy's dad and Eric have a call of a meeting about what's just happened and Eric says he believes Billy the whole time. Oh, Billy Dad suggests that they have a second chance at school because of the circumstances. Eric gets pissed and say uh, the contract has been signed and the company is his. Billy Dad get, says, uh, get Fuck fucked. Fuck it, I don't care. Eric threatens yeah. to take him to court. Um, this then we off. get yeah, this Adam's, Adam, yeah, Adam Sandler and his academic decathlon idea. Yeah, so th- this leads Billy <laughs> to say, let's do an a- academic decathlon, uh, 10 events one day. Eric accepts this. Um, then we get the fourth O'Doyle when Billy goes to open his uh, locker and it's full of horse shit. And then classic, yeah, classic prank. Good old Back to the Future reference. Yeah, and then kind of. And then then we got the scene of Miss Ford helping Billy study, and <laughs> in, in his tent. <laughs> it is there. I mean, I, yeah. Twelve-year-old me wishes that yeah. scene went on a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, <laughs> I, as a kid, I remember this being a lot sexier than what it yeah. ended up being. <laughs> Just um, some taking some suspenders off. Yeah. So yeah, she's stri- stripping down for every right dancer Billy gets, and then the the cathon after this. Uh, oh no. Um, and then there's a study moncha- montage of Billy learning languages, sewing, and then it ends with. The exactly same scene from Veronica Vaughn stripping down, but this time it's Chris Farley. It's with, it's Chris Farley's bus bus driver character. Yeah, and and this <laughs> is, this time we get to see some. We do get to see some big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> and then after this, the decathlon starts, um, and the high school principal is is talking about peep cheating at the decathlon like his wife the dirty trap. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm used to people cheating, especially with my wife, who is a dirty, dirty tramp, in the most deadpan <laughs> delivery. It's fucking incredible. And then, as the yeah, the cathon starts, and we get a what third montage of the movie. Third um, montage of the movie. So yeah, we show they're uh, just going through random science, yeah, athletics, math, music, c- cooking. Eric sets himself on fire, and Billy's pissing himself laughing. Um, there's a race. Great part of this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> After the race, he pushes him backwards over the bench. These two kids are just looking over. <laughs> you see that guy? Yeah, some gross-looking balls. <laughs> and then... <laughs> what the fuck? 
and then more, more scenes of like a science class and Billy pulls his boot out of a timble and boot out yeah. of absolutely nowhere and then uh, yeah music this is where I'm guessing Sandler's not a fantastic musician he sucks at playing the clarinet or whatever and then we end with a drama one and Billy dresses up as Macbeth and then at the end they're tied no Billy's ahead oh, by Bi- one point oh yeah okay um when they start this uh oh the final event this last one yes. okay so yeah billy's ahead by one point but before they start the um final event quick cut to a family in the car and they're all like oh doyle rules oh doyle rules and then the car hits the banana peel from earlier on in the movie some good old foreshadowing and then the car swerves off a cliff and presumably all die in a fiery wreck <laughs> <laughs> Which is just absolute par for the course of this movie. Just absolute yep. random bullshit that doesn't make any sense happening all the time. And then the final event of the decathlon, everybody shows up. Oh, yeah. Uh, to watch, and Billy's currently ahead by one point. In the final challenge, Billy and Eric have to decide a topic for others to talk about. Eric has the option to from burning dog poo and in response. And my wife, the tramp, amongst others, for to talk about. He eventually chooses reflections of society and literature. So... This is obviously the hardest one for Billy to do, so it goes on a massive. Uh, like... We get we get a, a great callback to the picture book, from, yeah, from grade one of how the industrial revolution <laughs> is involved with finding a fucking dog, yeah, uh... inspiring what might be the greatest quote in this movie. <laughs> 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 do, do you want to say it? I think I've got it here. No, you, you've got. I think you've got the whole quote. I've only uh, got some of it. And then, yeah. So after Billy goes on and on about the the puppy lost his way, the principal says, "What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point is your rambling in oh, at no point is your rambling incoherent response were you ever close to anything that be considered rational thought. Even in this room is dumber for having oh, everyone in this room is dumber for having listened to it. I fucked up that quote big time." <laughs> is that the one you were thinking about that is the exact quote yeah. i was thinking of yes so, sorry was, I, messed, incredible. I, I messed that up but yeah the, the <laughs> principal basically says that was completely That's, wrong you've made everybody the, dumber for doing this for having to listen yeah and then after this uh billy chooses so obviously gets zero points for this yeah but he's still ahead by one point so we're all right uh billy chooses a topic for eric and he chooses business e- ethics Eric can't answer. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and he has no ethics. So he pulls a gun <laughs> on the principal. I, th- I think this might be the most accurate no, thing that happens in this movie. Yeah. Is the fact that we're in an American school and there's a shooting. Yeah. So so oh, so he, <laughs> he, he brings a gun on her, pulls a gun on Billy, and then Principal Anderson shows up in full costume and attacks Eric. He manages to get out of yeah. it. Points the gun back at Billy... And as an ex-machiner of this movie, we get Steve Buscemi shooting Eric right in the ass with a high-powered rifle on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck? So, so, so the end of this whole event is a school shooting. Yeah. And then, Brilliant. And then yeah. So because Billy and then by it one just point, ends. He wins and Eric forfeits. Eric forfeits. The, and then I guess because of the gun. And then <laughs> the very end of the movie, they've got a big ceremony, uh, graduation ceremony, and Billy's like, oh, Billy's dad's like, oh, I'm giving the business. And then Billy's like, oh, no, I'm going to give it a call. And The I'm, savior of this whole movie. Yeah. 
And I, I'm gonna he go... He's the Samwise Gamgee of this movie. Oh, 100%. And then Billy's like, I'm gonna go back to college and become a teacher. And then everybody's happily ever after. Billy and Veronica Ev- Vaughn kiss. Everybody starts making out. Yeah, um, I, I gotta hear... It's, it's the tamest sausage party ending you've ever seen. Uh, Billy's mate and the lunch lady kiss. The clown in the first grade teacher kiss. The two high school kids kiss. The bugger lady from earlier on. Oh, yeah. There was a woman who, oh, yeah, the, who wiped the, her kid's snot and then wiped her tits. On a, yeah, it's, it's gross. And then the bugger lady... Oh, two kids from high school and the bugger lady kiss. And then his other mate, the ginger one, goes to go from science class. And then I put in quotation Goes mark. to kiss a 14-year-old. Yeah, Brilliant. I, I've asked myself, is this man a pedophile? She pushes him away and then Steve, Steve Buscemi and Juanita make out and then the penguin jacks off the bus drive. Yes. The end. <laughs> And that's the end of the entire it, movie. And if and if none of that made sense to anybody, don't worry, it didn't make sense to any of us either. It's just fucking bizarre, this movie. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Talking about it makes it sound so much worse as well. Like, it just... It's just fucking We're, craziness. We, we have spoken for an hour and a half on this movie. That's an hour and a half long. Yeah. I, I thought this was going to go... A lot, uh, maybe a lot quicker. Forty minutes, but yeah. yeah. What, what are your final thoughts on the movie? I, 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 I've got um, an Excel thing here, so we'll rate rate the movie as well. So do we? Do we want to introduce the audience to our rating scale? Um, yeah. Go on. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> your rating scale. I, you tell what it is. Um. I've not got it. I've not got it in front of okay, me. Okay, so the idea that I had was um, we we rate this movie on how many sandbags out of ten this movie is, and then we'd say what sort of flood those sandbags could. <laughs> makes perfect uh, sense, gonna, doesn't it? It it kind of does. It kind of does. You know what? I can't argue with it. So, I'm gonna go with uh, so Matt, three. Three and a half sandbags out of ten. Three and a half sandbags out of ten. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit low. I, uh, I fuck him. I, you know, <laughs> after after going through this movie segment by segment, it's just pissed me off. And <laughs> w- what kind of flood could this movie stop? It could probably stop the flood of margaritas that they're all drinking at the start of the movie. Okay, that's, that's fair, about it. Fair enough. I am going to give this a. 4.3 out of 10 and yep. 4.3 sandbags and could the stop the 4.3 sandbags could stop the flood that the jet skis were in were causing in the in the very very small pool in, in the, the in the fountain <laughs> the garden. yeah as they were the as they were going around principal in one of the party scenes anderson um yeah i i, I thought the movie was okay i guess like i don't know. honestly after after the more the more times i watch it the worse it genuinely gets i think yeah it was a bit problematic i, I don't know i just it just it just makes no sense and I, I can't keep just saying this i know but there's nothing about this movie that makes sense it's just baffling it just is <laughs> a load of bullshit just kind of mixed together and it just kind it barely makes a movie it, that works m- maybe Maybe I've given 4.7 for nostalgia because it is just classic Sandler, even though it is problematic. We got rape, we got underage 
underage girls. There's so many things wrong in this movie. We, we, we've got a kid like... saying the hard R word. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. 4.7 out of 10. I'm happy with that. 4.7. I'm sticking with 3.5. It's it's just terrible. I mean, it's not. It, there's definitely worse movies, but fuck me. It, it doesn't get better more times you watch it. Considering the cast as well, yeah. like it genuinely, I like there's a genuinely good cast in this movie. Yeah, of people. We, we we got award winners. We got who who would have thought that Adam Sandler'd go from this to Uncut Gems twenty five years later? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Right. Anyway, just before ending, should we just run through some trivia and some goofs of this movie, and then we'll sign yeah, off? Yeah. So I've I've got a bit of trivia that I had no idea this was a thing. But yeah. So the high the high school you might have the same one as me here, but the high school principal, I didn't realize he was one of the writers for Saturday Night Live and is the longest official Saturday Night Live writer for like over thirty years, oh. and he's also Robert Downey Jr.'s uncle. Oh, I I no yeah I had no idea what how that. how crazy is that? So it's yeah he's the uncle of fucking Robert Downey Jr. and he's like the most the longest associated writer of uh, Saturday Night Live. I I guess that explains how. Robert Downey Jr. got into Saturday Night Live. That definitely <laughs> explains that. <laughs> Do you have any more trivia? Um, no, that was as far as I got. Other, other than the uh, the Miss Teen USA for for Bridget Wilson Sampras, there, that was about it. Also, um, Bradley Whitford, Eric Gordon's character, was married to Lois out of Malcolm in the Middle for a few years there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I've got. Oh, actually. One one more thing, sorry, oh, is some somehow Adam Sandler was actually nominated for an award for this movie. Oh, the M- MTV... MTV's, like, Teen's Choice, like, Comedian of the Year... Yeah. ...was was up against Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber, Tim Allen in The Santa Claus, Tom Arnold in True Lies, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Safe to say he didn't win that award. Yeah. Because there's four definitely better movies <laughs> on that list. <laughs> which, 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 who do you think won that award for what movie? The mask, surely. No, but it was Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. I can't argue with that. I, I, I've just got some stuff that we spoke about earlier on, uh, like in the dodgeball scene where Adam Sandler was going full pelt. Um, the other list, people on the list of Danny McGrath, the other people on the kill list for Danny McGrath is just crew members. And- I was going to say, is there anyone on that list nah. that's like, it's just a good little cameo or uh, something? They're just, a little Easter um, egg crew members and nooses and stuff like that um the madison mansion is same school at, is the same building as what um professor x's school in the x-men is i was gonna say they filmed this in canada right eh? yeah. like that place so so it's the same uh, film from 2000s x-men and earlier on i spoke about this being an acclaimed actor's favorite movie do you have any do you want to take a guess an acclaimed actor's favourite movie. Jesus Christ. You're putting me on the spot here. I have absolutely no idea. This movie is Robert De Niro's favourite film. Fuck off. I swear to God. <laughs> this is Robert De Niro's favourite movie. Oh, my. Okay. You know what? Fair play, Robert De Niro knows better movies than me, so fuck it. I'm, who am I to argue with Robert De Niro? And then... Uh, I don't believe... And, and, the and then m- moving on to some goose from IMDb... Um, at the start, when the bus drives past Billy, you get kids on the bus, but the bus is empty. And then when Billy goes to see Veronica Vaughn, when he is drunk, she is wearing a wedding ring 
throughout the entire scene. Nice. Yeah. It's a good little spot. What the fuck? So I, I don't know if she is actually married and having an affair and the penguin is that her the actual husband. might have actually been there. Or Ooh. if it's a... Uh, or We've if it is the just case wide open, the penguin was real. Yeah, penguin was real. And is married to the teacher. And Adam Sandler's the real shit guy in this movie. Yep. Dating, trying to have an affair with a married woman. <laughs> there we go. The Billy Madison, you asshole. Done. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's time to wrap up. I think that was. Do, do you want to let people... that movie honestly took some lives off, took some fucking years off me, Jesus Christ. I, I've watched it three times. J- just wait until uh, <laughs> the next couple. Do you want to? So so yeah. yeah do, do you want to let people know what's coming up next? Yeah. So next next week we're going to be carrying on with this. Now we're going to be going actually back to uh, doing this in in thematically and sorry in order. So we're going to be doing Going Overboard next week, which is a movie one of us has watched and did not have a good time with, did we? No. So I am less than oh. <laughs> looking forward to watching this, but I think if you think this is just a bunch of scenes thrown together with no story. I'd, I won't lie, I did read the, I read the synopsis for that and it just, it kind of sounded like the movie stopped, it kind of sounded like it just stopped halfway in the movie. God, awful. It's the worst film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm going to have to watch it again because I can't remember it. Oh God. Uh, right, I, yeah, I need to watch this. I need to watch Going Overboard. If anyone else wants to watch it in the meantime, just to see what's going on, feel free. Uh, but uh, yeah. So yeah. That was, that was Billy Madison. A first episode done. I think it probably so, went on a bit long, so congratulations we, for <laughs> reaching reach the we end. We definitely filled through there. Um, if you've if you've listened all this way through, fucking why? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! But thank you. Yeah, th- th- thanks for reaching the end. Um, if you want to f- follow uh, follow us on all social medias, we got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Hopefully we'll start using some of that soon and they're all at so sandlerus pod. If you want to send us an email, please email so sandlerouspod at gmail.com. But for now, I guess all we can say is see you next week and goodbye. Thank you very much guys. We'll see you next week.